Radio check, radio check. Hi, we're back today with part two of how to get more involved in the Rangers. Last week we had a lovely visit with Rooster and learned about the kismet of being in the right place at the right time, even if you're late and you're dragging ass. Things can happen at any time, so always be in the moment. This week, an entirely different scenario. Lies and subterfuge. Our biggest laugh yet, and some dim early history of the Rangers' commitment to fire safety, as well as where the fire safety commitment is today. It's the radio. Copy. Hello, everybody. We're back here at Sheep Ranch. <laughs> I'm Splinter. We're going to do some more podcasting for you. Uh, we're doing these series of podcasts so Rangers can get to know the people who are in leadership and uh, what has happened before them, because there's this general thing about it's all built, it's this big monolith, and we're here to tell you that we built the monolith and we can change it. And I'm here right now with Ranger Judas, who's a shift lead. Hello, Judas. Hey, Splinter. <laughs> He's a member of the command cadre right now, and what we really want to focus on is your time involved with the Burn Safety Group. And as I have been told the story, you got the job in one of the most famous ways in Burning Man world to do a new job. You were voluntold Yes, yes, and lied to. Um, <laughs> you were voluntold and lied to yes. about joining this group. How'd that happen? Yes, I was going into my third year as a ranger, and Crow and I were at a different event, and he brought up to me that there was this job in the rangers that we needed somebody just to sit in some meetings because there was a guy who was doing this job with fires, mm -hmm. and the problem was he wasn't good at sitting in these meetings in the off-season. But, but he took care of everything on Playa, so all I needed to do was sit in a few meetings for this guy <laughs> in the off-season. Okay, and how, how, how did, did you believe this? I did, <laughs> that was the thing. I was a brand new ranger, I didn't know. <laughs> Just for fun, let's listen to that one again. The stammering gets me just as much as the punchline. All I needed to do was sit in a few meetings for this guy <laughs> in the off-season. Okay, and how, how, how did, did you believe this? I did. <laughs> that was the thing. I was a brand new ranger. I didn't know. <laughs> Thank you, Judas. Sincerely, good times. Before we get too far ahead of ourselves, Keeper, a Radio Check producer and an OOD, gets to the core of why what we are about to talk about is important. Radio, 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 radio check. Why is it important that we have organization around large burns? I mean, it's Burning Man. Originally, we didn't have that. The idea was that the artists would be the individuals that would handle all of the perimeter needs for their piece. Mm -hmm. And... The problem was we started to realize on these very large pieces, mm. like the Trojan Horse, like Burn Wall Street, right. the artists weren't actually capable of running a perimeter the way that we know from our experience with the man in the temple. And we found that didn't really work for a thousand reasons. One of them is their burn team was the same crew that had been working with them for a week, and by that point they were toast balls. Exactly. And all their friends were toast balls and they didn't have the energy to go out and recruit. There was no clue that they would do that. That, that was a Who's result they, the of pushback, the artists, right? Okay. But so they asked us to do burns, and that's what the Who's really old, uh, the artists. So they said, I'm gonna burn this thing. The org said, not without a perimeter. Then they said, well, can we have rangers for your perimeter? Yes. Right? It didn't take long for the, the bats, they were called. Uh, and I was loosely involved in that. It was Hail Mary and um, Mobius and Tuba. Well, this is way back. <clears throat> yeah, but so this was the evolution, right? Great. So we started going, 
okay, no, you can't have that. There's not enough. You guys are crazy with your paraffin goat asshole things that they were doing. <laughs> like, seriously, it was too hot. Wait, wait, did you say paraffin goat asshole? It was, it was a real asshole? thing, but anyway. You said paraffin goat asshole, right? He did like, say that. This is not yeah. safe. And so you have to give us bodies and we'll help you train them, right? But so you we're said like, that in bat days? Yeah. You know, you, this looks like it's this big. That would mean at least 30 people. We'll send you four. They'll train your 30. This right. really, this is yeah, all yeah. free disco. And then that model kind of, it worked to the sense where they actually started to staff their own burns. Then their burns got big to your level and it didn't work anymore. Right. So we kind of brought it back a little bit, you know, like. Jeez. Yeah. So disco, when he was there, he had the title of Dangerous Art Liaison. Right. And then I seem to remember Dart, right? right. Somehow was, Dangerous Art Team is what it became. Right. Right. But the singular person who would go to the meetings and who would be this liaison was the, was the Dangerous Art Liaison. Right. I don't know if you ever had that title. Or thought you, I did not. The, you certainly had that my role, knowledge. Right. I had the role. Right. right. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. So that was old, and that was the dangerous art team. And then we, and then we were we, involved, and then and then that what? became the uh, Ranger Fire Art Safety Team for a year, I think. Uh-huh. Uh huh. During that period of time, what we started doing was scheduling our burns. Uh, That's in, crazy. In the clubhouse. Cut it out. Uh, we did a lot more outreach and found a core of individuals that wanted to work all of these burns. Mm -hmm. uh, started, was that easy? Was it easy to find people who wanted to do that? It wasn't that hard, really. Once you started scheduling it and you started really reaching out to people, also, whenever we were doing at this point, we weren't doing just one or two of these things. We'd gotten up to the point where we were doing six, seven every event. I mean, the entire last half of my week, this is all I was doing, was every night we right, doing a couple of these Right, and this is not the man burns. burn or the temple burn. Correct. Those are entirely separate entities. Were you doing this when it was the waffle was happening, or was that before? No, the your waffle. Time? The waffle was before. Okay. But we had the Trojan Horse Burn Wall Street uh -huh. was another big one. Oh, um, that Burn Wall Street was Alien Sea Ginger. Alien Sea Ginger. That was a shit show. Uh, that was it. Yes, as was Burn Wall Street. I mean, the ones that we're naming, the ones that we remember, are the Burn ones Wall that were Street horrible and it's project. amazing no one caught what fire. What was his name? The person who did Burn Wall Street. Uh, that was Otto, Otto Danger. Danger. Otto Von Danger, yep. one of my favorite Otto. characters in the Burning Man world. Oh yeah, amazing guy. Radio check. So there's some of the origin story of the Rangers and the Burn. Now let's get back to Judas's telling of his time working on Burns, just after he was invited to attend a few meetings. Judas is going to backtrack a little and cover some of what we just heard. He does a fine job of bringing up the rangers who were in charge of things before he was in charge. So I like to listen to the way that he brings it up. Radio check, check. Radio check, check. So it's your third year of rangering? Yeah. And you were told, you just have to go to these few meetings. Yeah. And on the playa, someone else will do it. And right. When, and how'd that go? Um, it, didn't, it didn't go that way. Is this where the lie comes in? Yeah, yeah, that's not how it worked. Um, so the... The, at the time, it was the Dangerous Art Team um, had actually existed for quite some time. Uh, that's one of the first jobs that Rangers did was circle up around the man, as you know. Mm -hmm. you know, you were there before I was. Mm -hmm. um, and Crow was heavily involved in helping run those operations. Mm -hmm. uh, we also started to work with some of the larger exploding art pieces. Mm -hmm. And there was a Ranger disco just asking for volunteers whenever mm -hmm. we knew that there was going to be a fire. He just rando... Hi, does anyone want to work with me today? Exactly. And he would uh, go find his friends and he would just, yeah. He was interested in the job. Okay. So he wasn't voluntold and lied to, but um, <laughs> we, he was drafted, right? He was like, fuck yeah, we need that. Right? So from him, then Ranger Atomic uh -huh. ended up in that same role. Mm -hmm. There was a number of things happened and Atomic was working with a guy who was named Deuce, uh -huh. who was his second. Uh -huh. Atomic left the job on relatively short notice mm -hmm. a couple of years, I think, before I took over the job, right. which had left Deuce in this position. Uh -huh. 
Deuce was not down for meetings with the org fire art safety team. Okay. Because we have a crew of very experienced pyro guys uh -huh. who approve of all exploding art on Playa. Okay. We have to interface with them, and that right. was the part that Deuce definitely wasn't down for. Okay. What part of it did he like to do? Mostly hanging out on Playa mm -hmm. and helping organize the, again, the, he would just call out for volunteers. Right. And he spent a lot of time with the artists because he enjoyed being with the fire artists. Got it. No, that's, that's, that's understandable. That's a thing. And to so be he, the liaison. Right. He liked to be the face and the glad-hander, but he didn't want to do the politicking off-site. Correct. Or the rallying the troops. He, he did what he could, but it was, it was relatively, right. uh, at the time, we didn't have this idea of actually organizing a serious cadre of people to do this. Mm -hmm. The first year we had that I was involved, it might have been the second year, we had the Trojan Horse, which is our, it was a very large burn. Mm -hmm. The perimeter for that was just patently unsafe. That burn is one of a couple that should have been called. Called off? It should have been called off. Because? Uh, As it was about to burn, the perimeter was extremely porous. We did not have enough people Porous out for meaning it. people could sneak in. Yes. There's this big Trojan horse thing going. The perimeter wasn't pushed out far enough. Okay. No one got hurt. Okay, don't get me wrong. This all worked out. Right. But it was kind of through Providence that it worked yeah. out. At that point, it became relatively apparent to me also to Tool, Crow. There was a number of us that it was very obvious that this catch-as-catch-can method that we had been using of just calling on the radio wasn't going to work out for us. Right. Kind of like a water well of goodwill was running out. Yeah. And occasionally, was the Trojan horse burn really long? It wasn't that long a burn. Uh-huh. Uh, it was just really, the crowd had impinged very much on the structure itself. Right. They also had a very elaborate lighting thing where they were firing arrows into oh. this giant horse. Uh, <laughs> and the archers were of X quality. Yeah, and the crowd was, if you really looked at the arcs of this thing and you looked at where the crowd was, like it's a good thing that they all were sober enough to hit the horse. <laughs> uh, it wasn't a good scene. So what we, what happened soon after that was I decided that I would be a little bit more um, proactive. Uh-huh. And so kind of took most of the, well, I did end up basically taking all of the organizational stuff from Deuce, mm -hmm. and with Tool's understanding, with Crow's understanding. The department head and ops manager. Yeah, at that point it became the Ranger Fire Art Safety Team briefly. Check. Check. The Ranger Fire Art Safety Team had some serious work cut out for it. I believe the term that was bantered about was... Shit show burns. Uh, burn Wall Street. What was the other one? The uh, Alien... Alien Siege Machine. Alien Siege Machine. Oh my goodness, you were there? Yeah. Okay, and how many people were on the perimeter for that? Uh, perimeter for that, if I remember right, was 95, something right around there. I'd have to look back and at had the you, And had you brought them all, or? No, so what we do is we provide a core of rangers, which it depends on how big the piece is and how many rangers we can get out. Right. Uh, those rangers help take over the perimeter that is being provided by the artists. And so the artists still have to provide bodies, mm -hmm. but we're there to ensure that the, the communication works right uh -huh. and to shore up the fact that uh -huh. a lot of times they don't have the number of bodies they need. We continued to do that and then got really well organized with it. We started mm -hmm. uh, training burn shift leads, mm -hmm. burn leads for the smaller pieces. Mm -hmm. uh, Beast started working with us, Ranger Beast. Uh -huh. Another OD did an excellent job. 
Um, He's also the burn, he was right. the burn IC for the man burn. Yeah, so about five years ago. Incident commander is IC. Early on, it was the department manager and or Crow mm -hmm. was running the man burn. Right. The more we got organized with our burn efforts, right. it ended up being decided that we would take over the IC role ah, on okay, that burn. I got it, I got it. I got it. Uh, so now that team provides the IC for the man burn. And what is the that's team, only been the last five years. What is the team called now? What is this team that you worked on now Now called? is the burn safety team because we like the fact that it's the BS team. <laughs> <laughs> the BS team, burn yes. safety team. The burn safety team. The Ranger acronym world just keeps spreading. We yes. On the whole playa. Now, the other thing that we've got, which actually somebody in the crowd, Slip-On, just mentioned, is um, there's been another burn perimeter team developed by the Org Fast group, which is the Burn Perimeter Safety Group, back BPSG. Up, back up to Burn Fast group, the yes. Burning Man what is that? Okay, so the Burning Man Fast team is the fire art safety team. Okay. And they, How long has that been around? That has been around since before I've been here. Uh, yeah. That's that's Dave X, Crazy Dave X just decided to go around with a clipboard originally yeah. uh, because all of a sudden fire inspectors showed up and Burning Man had no idea what to do whenever the fire department showed up. And so they gave this crazy pyro a clipboard yeah. and went, go talk to them and sound official. Yeah. And he did, and he pulled it off. Right, And nice. they let us continue doing what we were doing. Another example of just figure out a way to do it right now and we'll get it organized looking later. And since then, he has built an incredible team of pyrotechnics professionals mm -hmm. uh, who all go out, inspect the pieces that are gonna be burned, cool. uh, make sure that they're being done in a safe manner. Right. It's, it's a really high-end team, and these guys are professional pyro guys from across the United States. So the FAST team, why weren't they tapped with dealing with all of these burns that happen on the playa? The reason was is because whenever it comes to actual perimeter safety, mm -hmm. they that's not their actual bailiwick. They're like, working they don't on understand the actual how to do fire. People. Exactly. The fire being here, we're going to burn this thing here, and if you're this far away, you'll be fine. They're not about keeping people that far away. They're about going like, we agree that they're that far away and this isn't gonna kill them. Exactly. People management is not their strong suit. Rangers are real good at convincing people to sit down uh -huh. or do things that uh -huh. people wanna do. Right. So the Rangers were much better at that part. Mm -hmm. Since then, we've realized that organically from the Rangers, without destroying our shifts, we can't pull enough people for these giant fires. Gotcha. Uh, sometimes they these artists need 100 plus people in addition to the people they're getting. Rangers can't reliably provide that without losing our shift. So we have been working in conjunction with the fire art safety team to help them develop a team mm -hmm. of volunteers that all they do is perimeters. And that is the BPSG. And that is the BPSG. Which is? Uh, which is the Burn Perimeter Safety Group. Right. And, and they've been around three to four, three depending to four. on how you look at it. Uh -huh. They've only been really fully functional the last two years. It's pretty standard the way Burning Man things go. There's an idea year and it's really a few people are doing it. Then the next year they bring their friends in and it's more formalized and they don't have to explain everything. And by the third year it actually is running and it's staffed and people understand what it is. And it's kind of you climb up the hill for three years and then after that it'll just work. Yes. And they are a perfect example of a team that did that. And Beast and I and Leeway mm -hmm. trained that team up, but they are at the point where they're starting to split off. They've got enough experience at this point. They're yeah. starting to split off on 
into their own group. Right. They'll still work with the Rangers. Mm -hmm. The Ranger burn safety team is not planning on stopping doing what we're doing, mm -hmm. but that group can go to some of the fires that we're not planning on going to because they're too small. Right also helping us in situations where we only have a few individuals to work a perimeter. Right. And now I've left the team last year mm -hmm. and Beast is uh, running our side of it now and it mm -hmm. seems to be doing really great. So the PPSG team is supported by the Rangers. They're actually under our department as of last year. Exactly. But they have their own council, which we help them form and we're kind of like saying like, okay, you got it, right? So. Again, a part of what we want to do with this series is talk about how these things grow and why doesn't that seem like it's fully formed? It's because we're making it. Radio check. We've talked about how this has gone from before Judas's time to Judas's time, making it all develop, which was the hard years, and now that's gotten into the PPSG team is there, and we've helped them develop their council and be able to handle it on their own. And I've personally been able to be on a few burns. I've been doing disorient burns for their geotemp thing, and. It's fun for me to be from their side. I'm assisting in the pyro burn, right. but they do all the interfacing with the team. I keep going, how was the meeting? Who'd you talk to? I know the people they talked to. What did it mean to you? And they, well, they go oh, really good and blah, blah, blah. And then they have someone show up and the person shows up and I, I know who they are. <laughs> we laugh a little and I just shut up. I'm like, I'm putting fuel on this thing <laughs> to burn it. Right. But it's really great to see how that team interfaces with smaller burns and how wonderful it is that the safety's there and they're loose about it and they call into Dave or some whoever's running the thing, well, I'm over here doing this thing and everyone's like, well, go ahead, burn, it looks safe, here, okay, go. It's wonderful because it allows for the organization and the event to have more of these little things because if they were all really stiff and it was a very limited group who had to do them all, we couldn't do them all. Right, exactly. But now that we have this team that's handling all of them from, we're gonna burn these two two by fours, well, that's not gonna work, but okay, we're gonna do it and watch. <laughs> and make sure no one gets hurt. It's, it's a great thing. Thank you. That was wonderful. I'm sure that there was a lot of information there that people have never known, and there was some that I didn't. And it was, uh, thank you for talking to me. Thanks, Splinter. Well, there you have it, the end of our two-part series of how to get more involved in the Rangers. Hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you again next week. Bye. Radio. 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 Radio.